You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Folks, fuck, we are playing hockey right now. We're literally playing hockey right now. The Not Bruins. Us, the Bruins. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but the Bruins are fucking playing hockey tonight. I don't understand how this is even remotely a decision that can be made and they're going to stand by it. I don't fucking get it. Folks, we already did an episode this week. We felt it necessary to jump on again, but we wanted to get this out to you guys Friday morning. Andrew. Give me the rundown of who's fucking missing from this Bruins team tonight. Brad Marchand, Craig Smith, Patrice Bergeron, Jeremy Swayman, Trent Frederick, Anton Bleed, two staffers, and now, just breaking, literally five minutes ago, during warm-ups, Oscar Steen. That's seven. We have three or four teams that have multiple COVID cases, 60 COVID cases have come through in the last 72 hours. Calgary has up to 17 players in COVID protocol. The National Predators have seven players in protocol and their entire coaching staff in COVID protocol. Meaning from Milwaukee, the AHL coaching staff is currently coaching their game in an hour. What are we doing? What is this a radio show now? What was that? I mean, it was well, look, action, but what the fuck was that? <laughs> Carolina tonight, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Carolina guest on in just a second. Carolina is playing ten Fords deep, ten six two. We, because of the Oscar Steve situation, are now playing eleven Fords deep right now as we speak. I don't fucking know what's going on in this game, guys. Help make it make sense. What are we doing? We shouldn't be playing. I think there should be a general rule where if a player goes down in warmups. You can't play the game because the rest of the team is probably fucking infected. Like, uh, isn't that kind of common sense? Like, hey, this is very, very contagious. So let's uh, let's just make sure that if someone comes down with it, the moment we're about to play in the same room as all the other guys, we just take a step back. Well, I mean, it's the same thing for the Islanders right now. Like, Islanders are getting that news right now in their locker room, and they're like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? We're literally about to play a team that is having an outbreak right now. We're about to fucking get hit. We're going to get put in the corners. We're going to be right up against these dudes who just did that with Calgary. I don't understand how the NHL is getting this so wrong. Ian, you know what? Real quick, I'm going to go ahead and just play the clip of you (laughs) basically ripping on the NHL at the very end of last week's episode because you're like fucking Nostradamus because everything you just said, it completely correlates to the bullshit that we're in right now. Oh, this league is on fire, and I love it. I love this stupid fucking sport. I love it. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's so fucking dumb. Every day there's a different story about how something completely dumb has happened. Mm -hmm. Like, just moronic levels of drama. Here's the the thing about about everything, everything that's going on with the NHL. 
Thomas, do you remember during the summer when the protocols were set and we actually gave the NHL some attaboys? We'd be like, hey, you know what? These are good ideas that the NHL is implementing. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure we also gave it a caveat of, well, let's see if they actually fucking follow through with this shit. And they fucking didn't because they put together these good protocols, but in NHL fashion, they have absolutely no idea how to I- implement them. Do you think, is this malfeasance or stupidity? I have to ask that right out. It's this negligence <laughs> because they don't, it's not, they put so together both. these protocols. So they, both. They, they put together these protocols and they just went, all right, great. We made a show of it. Well, are we done? We knew they weren't going to enforce shit. We knew it. I, this is a, this is a choice. This is a, a learned choice at this point. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. So it's a profit over people mindset too, because canceling games means losing money and they don't want to go through that again. So they are, they are going to bull rush through this as much as they can. And with Canada's provincial governments right now going through, going through the bullshit, Quebec's provincial government just said, Hey, bell center, no fans until January. They're, yep. gonna, they're putting together contingency plans right now for the Bruins to go to Canada this weekend. That's bad. But before, uh, is there any way you think they're actually going to go? Like, obviously, like news can happen overnight. So by the time people hear this on Friday morning, maybe that news has already come out. But like, it, in your opinion, at this moment, on Friday night at game time, is there any fucking way that the Bruins are going to Canada? Well, the NHL, to quote the great Roddy Roddy Piper, the NHL has this fantastic habit of once you think you know the answer, they change the question. I want to say no. I want to say no. There is no way that this should happen. No, that's the problem, though. It's not a question of should it happen, should it not. It's is there a chance we go? Yes. Yeah, no, there's a very distinct chance we go. Yeah. And it's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know what to add to that. It's and, and the fact that if an outbreak happens in Canada, they can't go see their families for Christmas anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. Right. So I want to I want to bring in another opinion here because we have a, a special guest. People have called him special his entire life. <laughs> uh, he's a friend of mine. So that <laughs> says a lot about me here. <laughs> uh, and he's currently watching the, the Carolina Hurricanes play the Detroit Red Wings who um, the Hurricanes have a little bit of an outbreak themselves. So we wanted some opinions on this. Uh, And they're playing the only unvaccinated guy in the league. So that's also a fun little caveat there. Uh, Please welcome my buddy, Alex. He goes by Knuckle Puck. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 the Carolina Hurricanes, but it's it's also Chicago. It's 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 the affiliate. Uh, like like you guys said, we're uh, we're in a pretty bad situation. We got the the we're rolling out ten forwards tonight, so it's a uh, it's an ugly brand of hockey that's happening right now here in Detroit. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the NHL is stupid. You guys are absolutely going to go to Canada because you'll, <laughs> right. you'll get two negative tests and and it'll be fine. And then the next day, everyone will will pop positive. It, it it's so bad in the league right now. I don't know what your 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 schedule is upcoming. Do you guys have a game against like Calgary or anything like on that trip? We just had it. We just you, had oh, it. you guys just had it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, playing it, Montreal it, and Ottawa back to back. Yes. Which they are not facing outbreaks yet. 
Soon. Yeah. Soon. Uh, Charlie from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny with the, the strings and everything. You got to be all right. Yes. These guys <laughs> play these guys because uh, who? I mean, we're playing Detroit tonight. Detroit's going to play whoever. Uh, you know, Colorado had a couple of positives today. Uh, the Preds whole team, the Flames whole team, half our team, half y'all's team. I mean, Vegas it, it, soon. Vegas, yeah. we just played. There's no way that they haven't popped someone yet, right? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know yet. It hasn't been announced if they have, but they didn't have practice today. So wait, this for is it. just going to get worse before it gets any better. And that's the problem. The, the league itself has no fucking balls to just step in and be like, you know what, everybody, let's just take two weeks off mm-hmm. because we're, we're right before the holidays or whatever. It's like, just bring it to fucking new year's. Mm-hmm. They would, like, they would much rather have everyone take five weeks off uh, over in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what? Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because what a fall, fucking segue. The, the, the <laughs> <Olympics>, natural, Alex. <laughs> the Olympics are not happening, but the NHL did something really clever to make sure that they don't happen. Have you seen the reports that there is a potential that if you pop a positive test and then can't get two negatives within 24 hours, you are stuck in China for 21 days minimum, three to five weeks. There's no player that's going to sign up for that. And the, now the NHL gets to go, well, the players don't want to go play, so we can't do the Olympics. The NHL just worked their little like, oh, it wasn't us. Wipe our hands. Gary the players don't want to go. Gary Bettman is a lot of things. One thing he is not is stupid. He is a lawyer to his core. I don't know, man. Like, that's a hard disagree for me because nah, he, may, like he may be money smart and everything, but the guy's a gigantic walking dildo when it comes to making actual human fucking decisions. That doesn't mean he's stupid, though. You know what oh, I mean? I mean that he's just stupid means he's in a way. Feeling cock. Yeah. What, what did Einstein say about <laughs> fish climbing trees? He's like that uh, on I, the dumb side. I got. I, I got to agree with Thomas here. We, I think we threw the word "clever" around with the NHL a little too flippantly there, Ian. <laughs> yep. <That's fair. laughs> am I? Am I honestly agreeing with a fucking Carolina fan right now? Are we ah! really doing this? Yes. Yes. Oh, Alex, do you know how much Thomas hates Carolina? Get it. <laughs> I do. I'm well. I'm well aware. <laughs> I've, I've been getting a, updates week, all, all off week, season. What a fucking week! What an episode to bring him in. Oh yeah, and this fired is, this up is, about everything else with, with <laughs> Ned's revenge game too. I know you love that movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freddie Freddie Anderson's been working out all right, so I don't know what what else knows, knows what he's doing. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I th- I would say that. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, Ned's revenge game is not off to a good start. I'll say. Neither is Anderson's for that matter. Two goals and 10 shots each, something like that. They do have their team, though, to be fair. <laughs> I can't believe we're playing hockey right now. Like, I love hockey. I want them to play, but I just don't get it. And does the NHL save money doing this? Like, do they make more money or are they just going to lose more in the long run? That's the question, right? I don't think they care. It's, it's... about losing money? No about losing money in the long run because they have tunnel vision. Mm. I think that's, I, I think that's the problem. You know, proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. And if the NHL, if, if we've learned anything from the NHL, it's that they don't properly priorly plan. And then well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, this is just another, this is just another thing of it. This is just another example of it. I mean, <sighs> What do you guys think? If we don't go to the Olympics, which we aren't, we aren't, 
I just, I, I, if you want to talk about chances, it's a way better chance we go to Canada over the weekend than we fucking go to the Olympics by a long time. I agree with that. Sean Shapiro wrote a piece in The Athletic a couple of days ago that detailed why scheduling games in that break wouldn't logistically work. So the, the NHL has really backed themselves into a corner here. Why does scheduling there not work? Could you break because it down a little bit? Because arenas, arenas, yeah, scheduled around that arena scheduled around that break. They didn't put contingency plans in for that. I thought they were always potentially going to use that that time. Nope. I mean, really? The NHL is also always like at the bottom of the totem pole for those arenas true. too. That's why yeah. the schedules are as bad as they are most of the time. Yeah. No back-to-backs, guys. Fly across the country, fuck faces. Fuck you, Vancouver. Yeah, right. Ugh. But they, they did they did put in like a week at the end of the season between the end of the season and the playoffs. But we'll be fucking shit, right? Yeah. I will, I will say there is at least a little bit of optimism you could have going into this. The last couple of years, we've had hockey during the pandemic and no one was vaccinated, right? So maybe we're overreacting. I don't think we are, but maybe because 99.9% of the league is vaccinated, handling handling the after effects of an outbreak should be faster and easier, right? Uh, It should be. And you're not looking at you. We saw some players really struggle after coming back from COVID. Hopefully the vaccine does its job and players can come back almost a hundred percent. Yeah. So like there's at least there's a, a thought of optimism there that maybe we're reacting to this as if we didn't have a vaccine. Well, I think also too, yeah, we're, we're, we might be defaulting a little bit. We also need to, we also need to keep in mind that the NHL is not doing them, themselves any favors either with how they're handling this. I mean, Cassidy, Cassidy has come out and said um, that the vaccines are working. Bergeron and Marchand have not really been hit very hard in terms of health. But I don't think I, I think we have to be really careful in letting that inform how we react to this. You know what I mean? One of the things that's jumping out to me is just the optics of this. You're watching the NHL. Exactly. And for that matter, sports, NFL. Fucking Washington football team's got like 20 dudes out. But like NFL's getting decimated right now too. I don't know if you're looking at the this NBA game right well. now. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, if you're watching this game right now in Long Island, that there's not even half a crowd right now. Mm-hmm. Like right. people know what the fuck is going on right now. Yeah, there's an uptick. When you're playing fucking sports, this is supposed to be an escape from it. And you're not getting an escape because these dudes are getting sick. If the league is just going to push through, you look like an asshole. And let's bring this back to the Players Association. When they're going to be fucking bargaining on the next agreement, this is the type of shit that they're going to be talking about. Worried about the fucking health of the players? No, we're worried about fucking money. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with the NHL. It is literally the best sport and the worst league. Once again, we want to talk about how how clever Batman is, and I was giving too much credit. He did oversee two lockouts, so that's not really great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's only two, right? Ninety four and two thousand and twelve. 
Wait, but wasn't there? No. There was one. It was three. Ninety four. There was three. There was ninety four. Two thousand six. Yeah, and then two thousand twelve. Oh my god, I gave Batman way too much credit. And to be yeah. fair, that's that's so far. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I agree. That's true. It's, there's one more coming in what twenty twenty three or whatever. Ah, uh, fuck. Our power play looks terrible right now. This is super fun. What a fun game I'm watching. This is great. This is great. And things I mean, are looking good. Uh, so we're we're powering through. Just, yeah, fuck let's, that. let's go ahead and mute him real quick. Jack, Jack Drury <laughs> with his uh, with his first NHL game, first NHL goal. Uh, oh, you love to see Ned that. giving up the big three burger in the first period. You also love to see that. Yeah. I wanted to see Ned go on and win a fucking Vizina. I wanted, to, I wanted it to be disgustingly good for him this season. Uh, we're, we're good friends. We, we, we care about each other's wants and deeds. It's <laughs> oh my God. So let's just, let's just, let's just put a kibosh on this love fest real quick. Like we, we, we have to scream. We have to be screaming into our mics, boys. Come on. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. You guys all doom and gloom too right now because I feel like everyone that watches the Bruins, every Bruins fan out there is kind of like, all right, we're all fucked. It's over. It's, it's, it's that the vibe you're getting as well around the team. Yeah. In terms of, not in terms of COVID. No, just in general, just, just I'm I watching mean, this game right that's now. That's the vibes I'm that I'm about. like putting out into the universe. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know about, about you guys, but appreciate um, that. Thank yeah. you. God, you, you're supposed to love the Bruins for, <laughs> you know, because I said so. But I mean, no, I'm not doom and gloom. Um, I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble, I guess, being doom and gloom, considering all the circumstances that are surrounding this team right now. There's a little bit of a, I guess, a caveat. But man, this week has been fun for the guys who hate Bruce Cassidy, eh? Yeah, yeah, they really, they have a lot of... um... A lot of momentum, I guess, is the word I would use. I guess, yeah, I guess that is, I guess that is the word. Um, I've I've been busy the last couple of weeks. You guys trade the brusk yet? No, no, no he's uh, he's looked great. By the way, this team is going to the finals, but don't you worry about it. <laughs> this is DeBrus is going to score thirty goals this season. We're just going to keep him. It's going to be great. He's not on pace for that right now, but you know, we'll see. Hey, Phil's but, not on pace for a hundred point season either, but uh, he'll get there. But but here's the, here's the thing about like all the doom and gloom and the Bruce Cassidy shit. You know, we we're having like people putting out fake reports about Patrice Bergeron yelling at Bruce Cassidy because he yelled at Matt Grizzlick. We have David Backus going on his bitter old man tour because oh I don't that's harsh. It's not. It really isn't. Here's why. He's gone on the same radio show three times in the last six months to peddle the same thing. Well, they have to ask him the same shit. Well, at, that's the problem. At that's, first, that's just a, that's a larger bit of the problem that we have here. It's the media, and but the thing is, the thing about that is, you know, you say you see it once, and it's like, okay, it looks like a, a peek behind the curtain. But three times, it sounds like somebody has an axe to grind, and I think that's giving people fuel for this anti-Cassidy sentiment, it's like starting to feel like he's being like the beginnings of him being Franconed where people are already looking for an excuse for Cassidy's ouster. See Joe Sacco in the Western trip. And this is just giving them more ammunition, more ammunition of firing him and putting in Sacco or putting in somebody else. 
no matter who was in that seat this year, they'd be being treated the same right now. I agree. That's just, that's, that's fact, right? Ask screener and all that jazz. What I will say is Bacchus is not trying to get Cassidy fired. No, I don't think he's on a revenge tour by any means. I do think that he probably has some harsh feelings about how he was asked to play after acquired. And there's some good points to bring up about how, man, we have acquired a few guys like Bacchus and none of them really do well here. So, I mean, you can make those points. I don't think Bacchus is on a revenge tour though. I, I really think that's, that that's putting too much credit on, on those stories. Truthfully, it's, it's, we're concentrating too much on the Bacchus side of things. And Bacchus is the least of my concerns in terms of what's being fucking said about this dude in the media. The Bergeron shit is unbelievable to me. Like, why, why do we have the most irresponsible sports media in the fucking country? Honestly, they're just so bad. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say about that. With and all this COVID really shit like popping that. up, is it really that slow of a fucking news week? Like, honestly, right. like, is that what we need to talk about? Not really. I really like uh, Connor Ryan. Uh, Ty Anderson, I think, is really good. Ty Anderson was pissed when that Bergeron story came out. Right. It's because his guys, Felder and Maz, fucking put their tendrils into it once it came out. And and these guys we disagree with. Um, and those are the guys that really just, they always jump on something immediately and hope for the bad take to take. Now, Felger and Maz are a whole different level of like bullshit. Like that's, I think that's WWE lie. sports radio. They're, they're just, they're just bad. And their numbers are great though. Cause they just say stupid shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Even when that Bergeron report came out, even Murphy was questioning the source. When and I Murphy was like, you know what? When Murphy, good, good on you for Murphy. <laughs> yeah, when when Murphy is just pining for journalistic integrity and he's right, it's a weird kind feeling. of on the wrong side of things. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with Thomas. We have a really um, there's no accountability. I think that's the problem. There's zero accountability in this this fans media, and it's I think toxic. a lot of that comes back to the fans themselves. If they just stopped listening to these guys and realized how much, but they love being angry about stuff. They love being bitter and negative. And are so they that's the drama, what they tune Ian? into. They are the drama. <laughs> also, it was Alex's patio set I broke. So we're not talking about this anymore. It's fine. I, I guys, heard it, it from it, a few it people. It looked like a, a tornado had come through. Like there was there was lawn equipment everywhere. There, I think ah, there was right. a chair in the neighbor's backyard. Like this stuff. Is, it was wild. This is bullshit. I mean, it's accurate, but it's bullshit. That that is my that is my favorite Ian story so far that I've heard. Yeah, I like how I so Alex just to give you some background. I was called. I was said that I have a weekly crisis. Uh, by one of the reviews right before shooting that episode. And I'm like, that's such bullshit. I do not. And then after all of that, I have that story to tell and realize, oh, wait, maybe I'm just unaware of myself. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about accountability, guys. God, that's so fucking funny. But yeah, back to the point. The fans yeah. don't hold any media members accountable. That's that's where my fault lies. Is mm-hmm. It's the fans who will not walk away from some of these sources who are legitimately bad on purpose. 
that's just our society. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, yeah, that's just kind yeah. of media in general. That's really sad, actually, to think about. The mirror right. out and them looking right back at you. When everything happened, when I got in the disagreement with Murphy online, we'll, we'll just call it that. I said okay. that this is an example of why Bruins fans or just sports fans in general are seeking out one of the many podcasts that cover their favorite teams to have a discussion, to have some sort of fucking insight and just get somebody else's perspective because the media doesn't have that credibility. You don't look to a sports journalist anymore for the fucking inside scoop. You look on Bleacher Report, you get the two words that you fucking need, and then you tweet. I don't understand why people would come to us to necessarily get their Bruins news, but as far as opinions and insight or just fucking the willingness to put our names out there, that's why people listen. And luckily, we've cultivated a good amount of people who think pretty similar to us. And when they disagree, we don't fucking fight them the way that some credentialed media members will literally scold people, call them losers and fucking block them. You know what I mean? Like we actually have discussions and then at the end of it, it's like, all right, well talk to you tomorrow. Like that's it's media is changing right now. And this past week of throwing Bergeron under the fucking bus or Cassidy under the bus or whoever, that's an example of why the fuck people don't care what the radio is saying anymore how many people actually listen to weei for bruins talk honestly well they they, they literally self-proclaimed have not watched the bruins at times like they they, and, they and still people are listening watch. to it yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i think bruins killer palmieri just scored good great I think that was him. I can't Boy, see. He was. He was on. No, it was Clutterbuck. Of was course, it was Clutterbuck. Okay. Good stuff there. That's that was fun. High quality. Yep. Eleven forward, six quality. defensemen. Yeah, hey, look, you we're talking to a guy though who's facing God. Odds. God, I <laughs> yeah. wish I had eleven forwards. Did you imagine <laughs> what a luxury that would be? <laughs> They gave well, us. Boys. They gave us two. This is also partially the Canes' fault for being this far up against the cap that we we had very little option. But uh, they gave us two two emergency call ups, and then on Saturday we get we get an extra two. Uh, so we'll we'll end up being able to to ultimately replace four of the like eight people who went down. So you know that's that's good enough. That's good. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's good for you. You know, assuming there's not good an outbreak in the yeah. AHL or anywhere yes, else. I mean, we, we, our timing was immaculate. Our, our AHL team had a terrible outbreak. And then right as ours started, they were coming out of it. So we could call yeah. up people who were maybe not positive anymore. So here's, yeah. here's the other thing with that. Our, our, we had already called a couple of people up just due to like, like three weeks ago, we had uh, Pesci and someone else. Uh, Pesci and TD. No, was it TDA? Pesci and someone uh, got it. And so we had a couple of call-ups. Uh, we had Shetfield and LeJoie. Those guys uh, have since been sent down. Uh, so they were around the team, played all these games, got sent down to interact and infect uh, all of the yeah. the AHL team. And so then now we're calling everybody back up. <laughs> it's It's a big party. Yeah. Hey, at least you guys banked a lot of points. We don't have that luxury. That we did. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm disgusted with the last 72 hours, man. It's they're making it as painful as possible to actually be fans of this league. It's driving me crazy. Best sport, worst league guys. Well, I'm glad that we were able to jump on, get a little bit recorded, uh, 
get these opinions out while they're hot and fresh and it's probably outdated by the time this is out in the morning. Let's but be honest. Fall, we all just wanted to bitch about it. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. So why not smash the record button? Obviously I'm doing this remote because my audio is not what it normally would be. Uh, Andrew's doing this on a fucking laptop or a, an iPad or whatever. Like, fuck man, this is brutal right now. <laughs> and it's not going to get any better. Like, looking at what the schedule is this weekend, looking at what the schedule is next week where we have to go and fucking play teams like Carolina who are probably with my luck going to be miraculously super healthy by the time we fucking play them. And we're going to have 11 dudes who are half Providence guys, but. Uh, and then we're going to win buddy. and it's going to be so embarrassing for Alex. It's gonna be oh so yes. And then we'll have him right back on the show so we can shit on him just a little bit. But yeah. Alex, I do appreciate you coming in and throwing some insight on here because your team is obviously one of the overflowing handful handfuls that are uh, dealing with this bullshit right now. Yeah, uh, it's rough. We had a you know emergency like helicopter Aho and Jarvis out of Canada just. To oh, get that's back right. The so, <laughs> it is I rough. I appreciate the opportunity to bitch. It's been wild. Yeah, but boys, lovely talking to you guys. Go bees and all that shit. Alex. Let's watch this game. Yeah, let's 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 finish watching this game. My kids are already watching it, so I might as well jump on with her. <laughs> Watch this fucking game. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, fuck your team. <laughs> Go with. Just remember, the whalers are mine, not yours, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could probably use a couple of them at this point. <laughs> yeah, honestly, let's let's dig a couple up, man. <laughs> uh, Alex, lovely to have you, dude. Uh, I appreciate I, it. I really don't have a problem with with the team as presently constructed. I mean, you can have a little bit of a problem with TDA if you want. Uh, well, I mean, there's yeah. The nicest uh, guy. Just the nicest uh, guy. He yeah. actually had... Oh, we're not going to get into it. He had some oh, nice he was so insightful today. today. How dare you not get into it? Yeah, he, he, he was asked by Sarah Sivian, one of my favorite reporters. He was asked about his comments on the whole COVID situation. And he basically said, I'm the last person people want to hear from. <laughs> and I was at like, least, you know what? At least, that, yeah, at least that dumbass is fucking self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, me. Yeah, I get it. I see the connection there. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, before we go, if we do play a game Sunday, we did not make a prediction. Oh. What do we got? Oh, uh, this is for Ottawa. We're at Ottawa. Ottawa? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna celebrity shot. Alex, what's what's my score for Ottawa? Your Bruins score for Ottawa? Ottawa? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with a big uh, postponement. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my, that's my prediction. Is that a push? <laughs> and wait, if we get postponed though, I fuck it. No, I gotta put an actual score in there. I'm gonna go with a four to three overtime dub. The Ottawa Senators just literally yeeted Spencer Knight out of the NHL. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Wait, did he get so, dropped down? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. They left him in for eight. So. Um, Jesus Christ. Patrick Wash it right there. God damn. So I'm a little scared, considering everything that's going on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three-one loss. 4-1 loss. I'll go 4-1 loss. Yeah, I think we're getting shut out 2-0. We're going to have six guys actually playing. <laughs> Literally, no, the whole game. No, That's we're, it. Just no, rotate, you, we're just rotating the goalie. Two lines. No, no rotation. Just six guys goalie. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I hope Trent Frederick is part of that group. Oh, wait, he can't be. He He's can't on be. fucking protocol. Boys, I'm calling it. Go Providence.
Go kind of bees. <laughs> Later, guys. Later. Later.